Welcome to Crash Chords Autographs. Today, Matt welcomes Kali Brina, a model, yoga instructor, and singer hailing from Boston, Massachusetts. Having first met Matt when she was primarily a singer, Kali Brina discusses her shift to nude and nearly nude modeling, and how she's continued to grow her presence online. She chats about the ups and downs that go with being a professional naked person on the internet, her vetting process before agreeing to work with photographers, and how the model community comes together to recommend professionals. And so, from her naked yoga series to her ability to make strange things sexy and sexy things bizarre, here's presenting Matt Storm and Colibrina. And welcome to another episode of Autographs. My guest this week is the lovely and talented Colibrina. Fuck, who? <laughs> so I've known you for a while now. Um, I met you when you were doing singing. You were, uh, I think we first met at Steampunk World's Fair years and years ago. Oh my god, that was, that was a so while. So long ago. <laughs> Um, back then before you'd started modeling and, um... That's not true. I was still modeling. Were you modeling? Yeah, then? I had a different name. Oh! Um, which is fine, but, like, I still was modeling then. That's was... awesome. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the thing you do now. So. It is the thing I do now, but it's, like, really funny. People are like, how long have you been modeling? And I'm like, oh, like, uh, it's been years. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, so like I modeled when I was a kid, which is like garbage. And then people were like, what? And then I'm like, you know, I've done modeling that isn't nude before. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I'm like, like <laughs> wow, on. this sounds like your kind of problem. <laughs> like, you'd be really surprised how many photographers are like, you modeled as a kid? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like in a fashion show, you sick fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I did some modeling as a teen. And then like, I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't like this. Um <laughs> It was very, I did not do very well as a teen, you know, like just, it just didn't go. I mean, we all struggled. Yeah, I know. It's like, whatever. Um, it was not a priority. And then I actually started again, like right after college. Gotcha. Um, and did you start with new modeling first or was it regular kind of clothed fashion modeling? Um, well, I had really wanted to do like alternative fashion modeling mm -hmm. as a teen, like so badly. And I just like, people were not very interested in my look because like, you know, it doesn't matter. I, they weren't interested in my look. Right. It doesn't matter. Um, Let's not go into it. Um, people like what they like, and I don't take it personally. Um, but so what happened was I was a nanny right after college, which is a super normal job for you to do. Um, and one of the people I nannied for was like a photographer. And I told him that I had modeled before and he was like, I want to hire you. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. But like what he used, what he mostly did was like women in like monster masks and lingerie. And I was like, uh-huh. That's like totally your Yeah, I was like, I that's all I want, like ever. <laughs> ever. Like, please. Ever forever. So I was like so ready. And then like from there I started modeling nude and I was like immediately afterwards like modeling nude for art classes and um just like it was actually like a pretty easy transition. People like turned it into like a huge 
thing and I only act like it's a huge thing for like other people's comfort. Sure. Well, <laughs> it's it's funny how people treat nudity before they're exposed to it and then after. Like mm -hmm. I've been DJing in burlesque for a long time. And of course, the first time you're in the dressing room and you're trying to have a stable conversation mm -hmm. with some handsome gentleman or gorgeous woman while they're not wearing anything, your brain is like doing double time to like keep you, um, you know, polite and kind and not gawk. Like my literal time in like the gym locker room in college like yeah. the most beautiful woman walked up to me and I was like what yeah. hello yes I know answers um, <laughs> I can say things I can say words um but also like then you learn how to take um sexuality out of nudity which like mm -hmm. so many people never learn how to do culture culturally because they don't have to right um, and because it's you know our country is a little prudish but it's funny because like now I'm at a point where like I'll have a conversation with um, like our mutual friend Kita St. Cyr and say, and like be and, and be talking to her but like she'll be completely naked but I'll have to get like notes for her mm -hmm. act or whatever and it just doesn't filter like my yeah, brain is not filtering the last thing that is on it. your mind is that your friend is nude because there's so much else to take care of right and it's just interesting to me because like even like following your Instagram of course you're you're one of the most naked people I know on the internet why thank you but my brain <laughs> mostly filters it and I get my biggest laughs when you turn sexy things non-sexy or try or like take something like eating a sandwich but you're doing it with your drama eyes like it's oh, yeah. it's the best I, I love that kind of shit because I like subversive shit my favorite burlesque is the dumber ridiculous acts mm -hmm. more so like I like a, a beautiful um, classic burlesque act and you know but I think the things that I get really into are the more outside the box ridiculous over the top stuff that stuff always really really connected for me mm -hmm. like I remember like going to my first burlesque show at 18 and I I was like, I saw a woman do a routine about constipation and like my life was changed. God, I wish I remembered who she was. Um, it, that sounds like it might be Gal Friday's act. Right? Oh my God, doesn't Gal, it? I Gal, saw Gal Friday perform many times. And like she has an act about having to poop where it's a classic burlesque act, but the song, and the song sounds like a classic burlesque song, yeah. but it's about going to the bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like I just connected with it so well. Of course. Because I used to be really offended, and I think I still, like, get annoyed when people kind of, like, compartmentalize, like, funny and sexy because they feel like the same thing to mm -hmm. me. Um, I think that, like, when you are humorous, you're really confident often, mm -hmm. or, like, you know, when you can laugh at yourself, that's, like, the highest plane of, like, acceptance, and that's a really attractive thing to have as a person. Um, but a lot of, like, my life has been, you know fit into this box as a conventionally attractive female right. and that means don't be funny and to which I'm like you need to die um <laughs> in the most delicate terms of course ever you're a totally delicate yeah flower. that's that's, that's the thing that totally every, what you should probably get yeah, from this is that yeah. I'm so delicate so delicate and precious <laughs> and and fragile yeah all those things are definitely who I am but uh, one thing that I really like when photographers do this when they're like show me the real you <laughs> And, like, that's, like, my favorite thing that anyone has ever done. Like, yeah, And they sure. do it, like, a lot, so I'm always really psyched. So, like, to show the real me, I have finger guns. That's the real me. Finger guns are the best. I, yeah, so I get Who the finger it? guns out, and I've got this huge smile, and they're always like, no. That's not like, what I meant. That's not what I meant. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You wanted to see the real me, and the real me has finger guns. It's and just like, how it is. And that's how it is. Like, I'm so sorry that you were hoping for some kind of, like, vulnerable, furtive glance of, uh, like, oh, I'm really so insane. Like, no, that's that's not who I am. I am 
finger guns all the way. So it doesn't sound like there was much of an awkward phase for you when you started doing the nude modeling. Did you ever, I mean, I'm sure people have made you feel uncomfortable, but was there ever an un, a discomfort internally like for doing it or were you always just comfortable doing that kind of modeling? Um, I think the weirdest thing was expecting more discomfort than actually happened. Um, like it was more of like people's perception and concepts like projected on me that made me really uncomfortable mm -hmm. than the actual act where like I was afraid of like losing certain friends mm -hmm. or like um, like my brother knows what I do. He does not follow me on Instagram because he does not want to see that. But of like, um, you know, he gets that like this is what I do and I follow him on Instagram because he makes delicious food. Um, <laughs> he's, his cat's adorable. But like, so I think it was more of, I was really worried about how people would see me and like treat me and all these things, think think that I'm like less or something even though like that's bullshit. Yeah. More than the actual act, like I didn't really, it wasn't really as scary as like, you know, my surrounding anxiety socially, excuse me, made it to be where like, I guess I used to like be afraid to tell people that I was a model mm -hmm. or that, and I'd be like, no, no, I'm going to say like, I do model or like, like just needing to like scale back on sounding like too comfortable with something uh -huh. that makes people feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and now like I kind of just decided to sort of jump over that and be like, so I take my tits out for money and it's amazing. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, I imagine like all performers of any stripe go through that. I mean, I know me as a DJ, like I've been DJing for almost six years but, like, I started out just pressing buttons for burlesque shows, and, like, now I'm doing private parties and weddings and all that. But, like, to me, my logic was, oh, I'm just pressing buttons. That's not real DJing. And, like, every DJ I've met since then are like, dude, that's DJing. He's like, no, it's still To is. some level, you're just pressing buttons and yeah. mixing things. Like, it's not... We're always very ready to call ourselves an imposter. It's... Always. And still. Like, whenever I get booked <laughs> for stuff... Like, when I got booked for the first wedding I did, it was Friends of a Friend. And so, like, I didn't know them, but I knew the person who connected us. And so, immediately leading up to that wedding, I'm like, oh, I'm a fraud. They're going to figure me out. They're oh, going right. to hate me. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, just not giving yourself credit for your actual, like, talent and ability yeah. because you're like, no, like, everything I do is a shame. Yeah, that's that's like a really fun thing about being a creative person. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that way ever about your photos? Or can you look at your photos kind of aside from yourself and go, oh, this is aesthetically great, or this looks great, I love this, I don't like that? Like, um, are you able to judge your own work or no? Well, that's a good question. Let me think about that. So, like, there's a lot of photos that I will like of myself because they will show a part of myself or, like, a representation of myself that I connect with. But mm -hmm. the fact is that so many of my photos are not really my photos. Right. In, they're not really me. They're somebody's lens, not just like literally, but figuratively yeah. over me and their interpretation of me and an idea projected onto me. So I'm not actually that critical if there's like a bad photo of me. It doesn't really hurt me. I'm not yeah. afraid of bad photos of me. I've seen so many. They're all over the place. <laughs> they're on people's portfolios. You know, they're just... As far as the eye can see, people really like to send me, like, screenshots of myself that are, like, absolutely <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, thank you so Thanks, much. I had no you. idea what my butthole looks like. And now I do. Thank you. Oh, my God. So I was, much. like, wondering. <laughs> like, it, it looks like a butthole. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's not my favorite. Not my least favorite. I don't know. Um, so I don't actually judge that too much. There are definitely other aspects of myself in terms of performing that I'm far more judgmental of. Mm -hmm. And modeling is not one of them. Um for some reason, I just 
it just isn't. It's a sense of comfort and, and, and confidence, I think, like we were talking before. Like, you understand the process. It seems like you've always wanted to do this. And so once you let go of that, um, oh, I should be ashamed of this mm-hmm. thing I'm doing, at that point it's like, well, then fuck it. Like, right. you know, it was like when I first started hosting burlesque shows, which I've only been doing for a short period of time By now. The way, I really want to see you host. I'm so excited. I have um, a friend that should, saw you host. So. I, I, I should tell you that I'm hosting on May 11th. This is an official announcement, even though we haven't created the event for it. Um, Magical Girls Burlesque and um, Sin Factor are teaming up to do a Scrubs Burlesque show. And I'm hosting as JD. Oh, my God. So. That's adorable. I want to go. Also, that's really close to my birthday. So, so. that's very important to me. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but the funny thing was, I was, like, the first couple of times I hosted, like, I blacked out as far as I didn't remember anything I said. Like, it just <laughs> went and I, like, out of fear and panic, I just did it. And people mm-hmm. said I did a good job. But now the more recent times, it's like, I tell jokes on stage and when they bomb, I just laugh at myself and move on. Like, I don't, that mm-hmm. fear, like, thinking about stand-up comedy always terrified me, but thinking about hosting it's like well if I bomb I'll just move to the next performer mm-hmm. like no one's really here necessarily to see me and so that t- takes the weight off my shoulders immediately but they're also going to really appreciate you if you do a good job right which is great and I think that the reason that I, I partnered so hard with MGB is because you know they're all people that I've known for a while but also they told me in the very beginning they wanted me to host because they felt comfortable around me. And my immediate, of course, thing is like, and not everybody shares my opinion, but I feel like there are enough male hosts in a female-dominated world for, well, everywhere, but especially in burlesque. And so I was like, well, you guys all have great personalities. Wouldn't you rather host? And they're like, well, we feel comfortable with you. We'd rather you host. And now most of those performers have hosted shows as well. So that's great. I'd, I'd rather host one or two shows a year and let the ladies who are putting in way more work than mm-hmm. I am be hosting, um, but I think that's part of why they hired me. It's because I have that understanding. I'm not going up there and talking about my dick for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's honestly super important. Um, I mean, not just that part, but really right. everything that you just said in which you're giving these performers all the, all that credit. And yeah. like, that's a really important dynamic. And it means that like when you introduce these people, you're really going to come from a genuine place. Yeah, totally. And that is so important when you watch these shows where like, often you're going to see somebody being like, I don't know who this person is, but I'm going to read this thing off this piece of paper. And so, like, you don't, you're not doing that, and that's already such a good groundwork for hosting. Right. Well, and also, like, flashcards have been a godsend, because I can't remember anything when I'm on stage. Even, like, some of my best friends who I know their stage mm-hmm. name and their tagline forever, as soon as I'm on stage, it's like, and what am I doing now? Yeah, no, that's that's very typical. There's nothing wrong with that, even if you know them really well. Suddenly, yeah. like, in the context of performing, you're like, who am I, where am I, what? Um, it's a lot of, like, jumping in the moment in which you can't, like, step outside of yourself the way that you normally can. Totally. Um, so I want to go back to talking a little bit about modeling. And so you travel a bit for modeling, too. You model in different cities. Usually you'll post, I see on your Instagram, you'll post, like, where you're going to be. And I imagine photographers reach out to you. Do you have a certain criteria you run photographers through before you agree to work with them? Yes. Um, so I always check like references when I work with someone of course and one of the really one of my favorite things ever about actually like being in modeling is that I get to like know other models like female bodied humans that I can like share good contacts with and also Mm -hmm. we can protect each other from anybody who is not okay wait are you saying there are photographers in nude modeling did I just blow your mind that that are (laughs) less than 
acceptable. This I know. Is shocking. I know. It's, I'm, it's, it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> Who could have foreseen? Well, that's totally impossible. That's actually a thing that I've been thinking about constantly is that how people just sort of like accept that they're like pervy motherfuckers in yeah. like nude modeling and they're like, well, you model nudes, so guess you have to deal with perverts. And nope. I'm like, and I'm like, well, I don't have to deal with perverts. Yeah. Yes, they exist prominently in this work. Do I have to deal with them? No. <laughs> or like I will do my absolute damnness. And it's like there's a lot of egos attached to certain people. So sure. like there's a lot of and these egos often will just bring in the most crimson of flags. Like just the reddest <laughs> flags. Like where I'm like, all right, so I would like some references and they're like um, well, I can show you the plaque for the business I own, and I'm like, that is not... A reference. A reference. <laughs> That's not what I asked for. I don't care. I mean, also, I think it's weird that you have a plaque for your business, <laughs> but, like, Are let's you employee not... of the month? Is that yeah. what that's about? I mean, you can always be employee of the month. This is your business, right? right? Exactly. If I've learned anything, <laughs> right. I am employee of the month all the time with collaborators. Just kidding. I have, like, a huge marketing team, and, like, I have an assistant, and, like, yeah. Anyway, um... So, like, that's the kind of thing where they're like, well, I've been doing this for years and years and years. And I'm like, cool, just, like, name me, like, three people that you've worked with recently that, like, you haven't murdered. I would love that. Yeah. And, like, if they make any of that difficult, I'm like, oh, I really have to go. And they're like, but I'm giving you money. And I'm like, I know. But I like keeping my life and, you know, not being traumatized. So that's the other really fun thing that I love is, like, the question when you model and like, you know, alternative stuff is, what is the worst thing that's ever happened to you? And it's like, let me bring up the most traumatizing thing like, in this why job you for your own entertainment. Like, I'm like, why, why would, would you, you ever ask anybody yeah. who you're hiring that? Yeah. What a psycho. So yeah, I people that I work with are often like, they have to be like heavily vetted. And like, if they're like, what, you want me to give five people? I'm like, yeah, fuck, I want to give you five. And then sometimes I don't even contact the people they give me. Mm -hmm. You um, just want the proof. I just want the proof, yeah. but like I'll contact other people that they've worked with. Right, of course. Because I'm like, oh, well, these were people that you were on your good behavior with. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like everybody who's listening now, they're like, oh no, she's figured me out. I'm like, I fucking get all this yeah, shit, yeah. okay? She already like, knew, guys. I already knew. Like, you can give me all the fucking references you want. I will find you. I will track you down. I have your social security number. And like, <laughs> I have your bank account number. You're going to hire me unless you're a dangerous human. So that's that's all happening. Um, And I mean, the good thing is like, if somebody's worked with my friends, then I can be like, sup, is this dude okay? How do you define okay? Because also yeah. some people have like different boundaries. Sure, yeah. Um, And this really fun thing that I've been hearing about is um, there'll be photographers who are totally quote unquote okay with me. They run a good behavior because of like a level of status they have perceived towards me. Mm -hmm. And then they take advantage of like a new model. And that That's stuff awful. gives me nightmares. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because <laughs> I could be telling somebody who's new at modeling that some dude is fine, and then he goes and deserves to be blacklisted. Aye. So, um, But yeah. it sounds like you're part of a, a well-oiled community that likes to communicate. Like, it sounds mm -hmm. like the, the friends you've made and the contacts you've made, all of you are very open and, and discuss a lot like who is and isn't worth working with and who does a good job who doesn't and all of that stuff we do our best yeah. and like that's something that i did not have for the first few years of modeling like sure. i didn't have that until the past two years i've been doing this for much longer and it was so much scarier because like yeah. when i was checking references i was always asking strangers because i didn't have any other friends that had my job right um because like i don't know i was afraid to i had a bunch of other friends like i wasn't socially motivated in any way to befriend other models since it's not like that much of like a group activity like <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah you could model with like another person or you could not right. um 
So it's been so much better now that there are these aspects of the community and like it's very important to me to like figure out any way of keeping my friends safe and also getting them to work that would make them happy. Sure, of course. Um, because so not everybody's going to want to do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like good to kind of like, you know, someone's behavior tolerance and boundaries are very different from your own so it's also like very good to go into details about experiences because sure. like there's definitely been times in which like you know someone is fine with me but like something they could say to someone else could be taken another way and right. could be really triggering and like so we have to do our best but still know that like everybody's boundaries are different and they're like just we can only try <laughs> right of course yeah um I want to talk a little bit about your social media presence. So you have a very strong Instagram presence. You know, that's what? where you post a lot of your stuff. <laughs> um, it, but I noticed that you don't have a Twitter or a Facebook. Um, uh, Facebook for the modeling. Right, yeah. Um, is there a reason? Is it because you want to direct more people to the Instagram? Or is it just you don't like the other social medias? That's a super good question. Um, so I had to make a Facebook page for my modeling and I just don't use it. Um, Got it. But it was when I switched over my business. So I've had it for like a week and so far I hate it. Um, <laughs> I think the only thing I did was post, who is she? Like that's my only <laughs> post on my Facebook page, which is so obnoxious. It's perfect though. And then somebody commented, Colibrina? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't actually know that you could comment on those posts. So like that was that was an actual waste of my time. It's a real thing that I did. So the reason I guess I don't have a Facebook page is just so it's a little bit further away from my family. Sure, of course. Um, like, my late grandmother was, like, always on Facebook, like, all the time. And, like, she also knew that I modeled and, like, would just be like, send me the good pictures. And the nude modeling didn't really bother her because she was a painter. So she's like, whatever, people paint naked people. I don't care. Send me, send me a good painting. I want to see you precious pictures of you. Yeah, she's like, if they're good. And then, like, she would tell me if they were good or if they weren't good. That's awesome. My other grandma does not use computers that much so she'd just be like you look like a model and it was really cute and I'm obsessed with it and I'm like aww I look like a smart lady um or something I don't know um so I think it's more of just like keeping it kind of like off of my like family and stuff and Twitter I'm honestly just too verbose I just use too many words <laughs> for Twitter I had a Twitter for like my old stage name and I just like hated it because I would say too much stuff yeah um, I think about getting one, but then I'm also like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, managing multiple accounts is, so I think I'm the admin of eight different Facebook pages because like I have two of my podcasts, my personal page. I'm an admin for my wife's acting page. Fuck yeah, I, dude, you want to be an admin for mine? It seems like you totally like I mean, I'm helped to, I'm happy to help curate. I have experience. I um, mean, yeah, it sounds like you got your shit together. But um but so I can I totally understand that. And it makes sense also because Instagram is the most lenient about expressing yourself with photography, obviously. Like, they still don't let full nudity, but for the most part, you can post your photos and, and, and promote your business, and they don't... Do they take down a lot of your photos? No? Yeah, so they do, and so I started censoring in the most obnoxious ways possible. Well, so, so like, the don't... emotes you use are, like, ridiculous. They're ridiculous, and people are so mad about it. They're like, this is art. It shouldn't be censored. And I'm like, dude, I don't make the rules, man. Like, I <laughs> I'm just posting the I'm photos. I'm just posting the photos. Like, I used to put up blurs, and the photos would get taken down. Down. And right. like, if you get too many things taken down, you get shadow banned and nobody can find your account. And it's like a whole fun thing oh, in which geez. I'm like, oh, cool. People who want to hire me can't find me. And it's so fun. And then people are like, get a Tumblr so that I can see your photos full nude. And I'm like, cool. So that child pornography websites can repost them and say that I'm barely legal when I'm a grown up. No, thank you. Yeah. Cool. So I had a Tumblr and then like 
it did really like nothing for me. Yeah. Like it was really fun to go on other people's tumblers. It still is so fun to go on other people's Tumblr tumblers. Tumblr is a for I've learned <laughs> I don't mind sharing stuff on it, but I really enjoy seeing other people's stupid shit. It's on it. so fun to go on Tumblr and yeah. just like really just get rid of your whole life and just <laughs> yeah. watch other people do stuff on it. It's people true. are so beautifully brilliant and snarky and hilarious on yeah. Tumblr. But going on there just to post like my nude photos was just like it's fine. But it's just a lot of work. Sure. So people are like, oh my god, I found your Tumblr. I'm like, cool. Oh my god, I'm so glad you found like a photo that I posted like six months ago. Like, good for you. That's really awesome. Like, you can see my nipples. Look what they look like. They look at nipples. Um, <laughs> like I don't really know like what else. It's well, the thing that really comes down to it, and this is gonna sound super shallow and artless, but I'm just gonna throw it out there, is that Tumblr wasn't getting me work. Yeah, sure. Instagram no, but that makes sense. Gets me work. Yeah. So maintaining a Tumblr was more energy than it was worth for me. Totally. People were not finding me on Tumblr to hire me. They were finding me on Tumblr to misuse my images, which already happens without effort. Yeah. Have you found a lot of that? Like people repurposing your images without your permission? Well, I don't go looking for my images, but right. there are some people who really like stalking me, who <laughs> went to high school with me, and they will go like, oh my god, I found your picture on a porn site, I'm so upset, are you okay? And I'm like, uh, this is what happens when you're a woman on the internet, people take, and they're like, oh my god, I found your, your picture on like a cam site, and I think like what they're trying to get me to say is that like, I am in the porn, or that yeah. I, which like, I'm not, but like, thank you. <laughs> like, if I were, that would be so much better for that whole thing. It was like, yeah, did you watch the porn? I was on anything. But like, that's not, it's just people use a random photo of me and you know, that's false advertising. Sure. Bummer. Um, and that's the same thing, like where I've like been, I've had my picture like put on campsites, and they're like, oh no, I saw your picture on a campsite. And I'm like, well, you were on a campsite. So like, I'm sorry that somebody who looks like me didn't cam with you. That sucks. Like, yeah. I have plenty of friends that, like, you know, do camming and they're fucking awesome. So, also lots of adult entertainers. They're all really cool. Mm, I don't know. It's just, like, people take my images they put in places. I actually have not seen anybody pretend to be me yet. Okay. Um, But I'm very excited. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I've seen, um, I forget which, it was a burlesque performer who... Oh, my God, it always is, like... And, like, just was on a dating site because they were dating <laughs> and someone else had their profile picture. And it's, like, seriously... I've seen this happen to so many of my good friends. I'm sure that I will hate it, but until it happens, and I'm sure it's already happening, it's just that, like, I'm not on, like, I can't wait for somebody to, like, find me on Tinder, and but it's not me. Yeah. And I they're like, they're oh, my God. And I'm, and I'm, like, I'm really psyched for all of that. I don't know why I'm excited. I should feel really violated, but I think it's funny. I, but I think that's, <laughs> I think that's honestly great that you have such a, um no fucks given feeling to a lot of the work that you're doing because you just believe in the work that you're doing and you're not going to let it get you down, which I think is really great. I think that you seem very in control of the work that you're doing, which I think is really great. Oh, I'm in control as fuck. I mean, like, it's, there's so much that is out of your control as a model and that is really emphasized to you. There's just, like, a million ways in which models get screwed over where, like, you know, people are taking your image and doing whatever the fuck they want and every day to get money, like, I'm signing away the rights to my image if I want to get paid for my time sometimes and then, like, you know, people will capitalize off of it. So there's any way in which I can exercise my control, I will do it to a ridiculous point. Sure. And the other aspect of it is that, like, just the concept of modeling really is a, a strange counter to my personality, which is, um, I want to say domineering. Um, <laughs> but all day, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm having... listening to somebody's instructions and right. following their ideas and going along with what they would like. Mm -hmm. So... 
it's really important to me to maintain all of the power that I can. And I think it, like, for some people, they're kind of, like, put off by it. Mm -hmm. And that is their problem. (laughs) Right. It's not your problem. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Have you ever showed up to a photo session and been like, this is what I want, this is what you're going to do? Or is it, for the most part, the photographer's kind of leading the way and you just kind of do what they want to uh, an extent? Well, what happened for the first few years of modeling for me was that I felt that if somebody was hiring me, it was because it was their concept. And so Mm -hmm. I would kind of ask down to, like, what do you want your makeup to be? What kind of wardrobe do you want me to bring? And, like, by the way, almost I was not shown makeup artists at shoots until I started, like, working in L.A. So, like, I was like, oh, my God, makeup artists. Like, people hire them. That's so cool. Like, I think that they're amazing. People should hire them more. I would like that. Um, But for the most part, I just kind of had to follow what somebody would ask me for and then build on from their concept once I'm already there. Finally, I have been able to make art that represents me a lot more in photography mm-hmm. and it's taken many, many years because I just wasn't being hired for what I wanted and I couldn't afford to take any work like that. Right, sure. Um, so now people will actually sometimes hire me and be like, so we're going to do what you want. What do you want to do? I just want to take photos and build out mm-hmm. my portfolio. What yeah. do you want me to take photos of? Well, that's great. And that's really amazing that I finally get to do that because like, I always have like aesthetic ideas and things. And like, it's really fun to actually collaborate. But I feel like the word collaborate has been ruined because like people are always asking me like to collaborate, which means like I will not pay you for your time. Yeah, and no, it's like, it's I'm good. so sorry. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't work for free, folks. Yeah, it's like, it's like for don't no you reason. Understand don't. that if you get hire paid me, for your art. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you hire me, and so like when I tell people my rates, and they're like, "Oh, well, this is a collaboration." I'm like, everything with me is a collaboration. I don't. We're cease... working together. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't cease to have ideas because you pay me for my time. Like, what does that even mean? Um, or that's like a sort of a strange, like, unspoken thing. So the beautiful word of collaborate has like been mangled and deformed. That's unfortunate. That's that's totally unfortunate. In the lingo of this, we're like, it's the most beautiful concept to me. Yeah. And it's just like, this is me not paying you. (laughs) Um, The other thing I wanted to ask, so you've done a series of photos where you've photoed with another woman. Is that someone that you'll partner with because you'll reach out to them first? Or is it something that like the photographer hires both of you and they have something in mind? That's a, I mean, it definitely depends on who it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Sometimes people will be like, I want to shoot two girls. Do you, do you do that? And then, and then like, they will just, like, stick me with a girl. And I'll be like, hello, stranger. I will be touching parts of your body. Please tell me where to not touch or move my hand. I am safe, I promise. Like, that kind of thing. Right, sure. Or, like, I will, um, if there's a model that I want to be hired with, I'll be like, hey, guess what, everybody? Your dreams are coming true. <laughs> and you get to see me and this other beautiful human naked. Or... In lingerie, and maybe we'll touch each other's shoulders. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, right. um, and so it's really kind of depends on like what somebody is looking into. People have all sorts of ideas of like you know what they might want in an image, and right. like all sorts of like different interpretations. Like mm-hmm. I think it's really spooky if somebody like will hire like my twin. <laughs> um, I'm not the most into that. I'd rather model with somebody who's different different than me because yeah. it's less creepy. To me, looking at the images. <laughs> right. Like, oh, is that two of me? Yeah, it's like, What's I happening? don't, like, cool, you could have also, like, shot me with a mirror. That would have been fine. So, um, now everybody who's ever wanted to hire me for that concept is like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, really, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> so, that's on them. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it's often like not up to me. There's definitely yeah. like a lot of cool people that like I still haven't modeled with that I'd like to. And then there's also like a bunch that I have worked with that I'm like, yay, I'm so happy there are photos of me out there with this really cool person. And we had so much fun. That's awesome. It sounds like, especially more recently, that you're a lot more also in control of the jobs you take and that you can say no to stuff, um, which I think gives you a certain amount of power as well. When you're taking any job that comes your way, you're kind of frantic to work with whoever and they just have to pass this bottom line bar. But now that you can take the kind of jobs you want, you can kind of say no to certain things if you don't feel right or you don't want to risk something or you just don't like their work or whatever it is. It's really nice to be able to have that because, like, I mean, part of this is that, like, there is the desperation of, like, I need to eat. This is my job. I don't want to die. And so, like, there's so many photographers who will take advantage of that and be like, well, I'm paying you, so you need to follow what I'm saying and I'm going to change what I said to you. Like, you know, whenever I'm working with someone, I really do like to get an idea of what we're doing. And, like, even if somebody has sort of an improvisational style, I still want some kind of baseline as to what we're building off of. Right. Because, like, you know... I don't really like surprises and there's also like a bit of like a trend in some fetish photography where some models or photographers will go into an exhibitionist context mm -hmm. and people love that surprise and I never would shame anybody for any kind of fetish right but I do think that this kind of um, pursuit of something makes things very confusing for those who hire models because they'll be like oh well like maybe something will change and like she'll decide that she wants to and it's like no no that's, that's not how that that's works. not how this works and i don't want you to hire me for a shoot thinking that that is what's going to happen right but then like if somebody wants to like get down like this consensually like i can't judge but like people are getting hurt sure by you know this being intersecting with the scene sure that's and and I think that having that knowledge though definitely gives you a lot of power that you might not have had before. Oh, for sure. Um, is there anything that you didn't know when you first started modeling that you would recommend to people who are starting, nude or otherwise? Um, yeah, I have every time like a model will like ask me for advice, I'll send them like the longest message back. <laughs> you like take it very seriously. I take it well. Okay, that's there are two people that I so that's. This is how sexist I am. Let's get ready. So, like, a cis male would be like, do you have any modeling tips? And I'll be like, you need to leave. Um, That's <laughs> legit. And then, like, anybody who's, like, AFAB, um, assigned female at birth, will ask me, and I'll be like, here's a novel. <laughs> get <laughs> here's, ready. Here's everything you'll ever <laughs> need to everything. know. Here's everything. First of all, you are societally pressured for a level of compliance that you do not need to show. <laughs> and, like, so, like, that's... Whereas, like, I think I've given, like, some cis men, like, advice, but I'm also like, well, I don't really live in your world. So, yeah. like... You I mean, modeling is so different. You modeling is so different. And, like, I would not be the best person to give you advice. Sure, like, totally. some had, like, a cis guy reach out and was like, where does your confidence come from? And I was like, uh... uh wow. <laughs> like, if wow. you don't have it, then, like, they, then like, they're like... Um, I, I just, just, you know, I did the super mature thing and screenshot that message and sent it to all my friends. <laughs> right, And course. was like, this normal guy <laughs> wants to know where my confidence comes from, and I don't know how to answer this. Sure, of course. <laughs> um, God knows how I answered that. Um, I was probably nice, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, I guess there are a few things, and being put on the spot, I usually, like, marinate and wait for a long time, but, like... The other thing that I said about the expected compliance and knowing that you can put that, you know, 
expectation aside right. is very important to kind of know your own power mm-hmm. in these situations. There's so many, you know, when somebody hires somebody as a model, it's often a photographer, you know, who like has a lot of confidence in his images, which is great, but it should not harm you in any right. way. And if things don't come out the way that the photographer wants, no one should take it personally. So a really important thing that I always like to tell people is just to not take things personally. Right. So like if somebody doesn't want to hire you, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. It's just that, you know. You weren't right for that You weren't right for this thing. And there are so many other things that you are right for. There's nothing wrong with anything about you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this goes for so many different things. Like a lot of people be like, oh my God, like I wanted to do this thing. And like this person didn't want to work with me. And it's like, that's, you know, if you want to call it a problem, it's their problem. But like you weren't supposed to work with somebody who didn't appreciate what you can bring. Right. And this really transcends modeling and just goes everywhere sure. in terms of working with people. Um, so that's definitely one of the most important parts. And then I also like will get very intense about like the typical things with like references. And I think I had already known about references, but I didn't really know about like the ways that I didn't. Let me think, I don't know how to put this. I didn't know about power dynamics mm-hmm. in the same way. Sure. In terms of like what would be unspoken and the ways that I needed to like assert myself concerning like my time. Like a mm-hmm. lot of it was like people would monopolize my time and that's really hard when you're a freelancer. People like think that your time is just like this. That you have all the time yeah, in the world. Yeah, it's like this magical flexible thing. And so like being really specific about that and also like I take deposits a lot when I travel. And, of course, sure. Um, I like to get other models to do it so that people don't feel like they can just be like, no, I will not give you a deposit. Right. Because like, you know, I, I don't give people deposits and I'm like, but I need to eat yeah. and I need to get there. And if I go there and you don't hire me, like how many friends or how many people has this happened to where you like travel to go somewhere? Yeah. And then your thing falls through and you're like, cool, so I'm screwed. I'm going to go starve on my friend's couch and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> like... Has that happened to you where you've traveled and then people have canceled last minute? Oh, for sure. Absolutely it has. Ugh. It's happened to every single traveling model. I feel like at least like with performing, like no one's usually going to cancel your show last right. minute. But like the thing is that, you know, if you're hiring somebody for a service that's like, you know, creative or like on your own terms, like they don't really have a lot of skin in the game or investment. Right. So like if they're just like, oh, I don't really feel like doing that today with my time. So part of like the deposit thing is to kind of like lock it in and like I will often be like this is to lock in the time in my schedule because like if you throw away this time in my schedule I cannot get it back in another concept right I can't just go and book another shoot right so like this belongs to you and you have to pay for it Mm -hmm. and so like it will get rid of like levels of ambiguity sure and like it's never I mean some people still like flat out refuse deposits and I think part of it is also like they're worried that I'm a scam. Maybe because, like, my bio says scam artist? I don't know. But, like, <laughs> I was, that was, a, it's a literal, like, I think it's a joke, but people don't understand. So, like, I will be like, all right, if it puts you at ease, like, I can FaceTime with you or, like, I can give you references. Like, I've tried yeah. to figure out ways to get people to be comfortable with this so that they understand that I'm not trying to rob them. I'm sure. literally just trying to survive. And it's and it's <laughs> interesting because every other industry does that. Like, you right. know, for the burlesque shows, of course, I don't get a deposit because these are hired gigs and I get paid when I when the show happens. Right. And a lot of producers can't pay you till they get paid. But exactly, like, yeah, there's like that. 
when I started doing weddings and private parties, I started, I, I didn't, I think for the first one, I didn't ask for a deposit or I asked for a lower deposit. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine's like, no, you asked for half up front. That way, if they cancel on you, you got something and they understand that your time is worth something. Right. And so it just, it's baffling to me that anyone would push back in any other industry. It's like, you're, tra- like, especially if you're traveling, like if you're fo- shooting locally and they don't want to do deposit, fine. You're like, like that, cool, I'll stay at home, whatever. fine. Like, whatever. But if you're traveling, like, it should be a no-brainer for you to want to deposit, especially since, yeah, you have to get there and you need a place to stay or whatever else. Yeah, there's so many things to fit together for working this and it's like, I don't know, I think they just like don't, it's so strange, like one of the things that's really hard is like to realize that like people don't actually acknowledge you like as a human being. You're a commodity. Um, And it's crazy, yeah. It's, it like kind of like really breaks my heart and so being up against that is really challenging and so like it makes you take things personally if mm-hmm. you don't remember not to, which is often why this is advice that I have because sure. I'm like, oh my God, like people are going to treat you like you are worthless and it has nothing to do with your worth. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. It's their damage, Yeah, not it's yours. their damage. Like it's their own problem that they're treating you like you have no worth. It, it's not actually a reflection of your worth in the least. Um, but like people don't know that. And often like when they're, you know, subject to a lot of like poor treatment, they're like, well, I must be doing something. It must be my fault. It must be my fault. Because, like, this is how, like, we... Let me talk about psychology forever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, The other question I wanted to ask is, so I know you're a big music fan. You like to sing, and you like a variety of music. Um, You know, whenever you see a photo shoot on TV and a model, like, they've got rock music playing, and it's all (laughs) flash. I'm sure that's not what that's like. But when you're doing shoots, do you... Is there music on? Do you put on music? Do you feel comfortable shooting? Like, or is there music that inspires you when you're working on stuff? I go through phases. So, like, I often will ask the photographer to put on his own music because, like, I will get tired of music that I'm traveling with on my phone. Sure, of course. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I've been listening to that on all of the trains and buses. I would like to hear something else. Don't really care what it is. Even if it's not something that I'm generally into, I also like to be exposed to other music. Sure. Um, and then there are other, you know, moments where I'm like, oh, like, let me put on, you know, something that I enjoy and we can listen to that or, like... People are like, lately I'm like in a phase where I just like really want to listen to like a lot of music from the 80s and it like makes me like energized and like the cheesier, the better. Oh, sure. It makes me very good in photo shoots. So that's like weirdly my thing like right now. (laughs) So people are just often like, what kind of music? I'm like 80s. And then like they'll either like put on greatest hits or I'll like be more specific if Mm -hmm. like, but like even sometimes the greatest hits is really fun for me. Um, So it really just depends. Like some people really hate like silence and photo shoots, but Mm -hmm. like. I don't really hate that. I can see how somebody is, like, uncomfortable with it. Sure. And be like, oh, my God, it doesn't work the same way. Like, I understand this tension. Um, but it's also, like, sometimes I can't hear somebody over the music and I really want to hear the directions. Like, yeah, I I know how to project my voice. And if I'm standing uh, across from... Stu- I know. Did I just blow your mind? I blew your mind. <laughs> you blew um, my mind. But, like, a lot of photographers are not really in the, like, life in which they need to do that. So, like, they'll yeah. give me directions and I'll be like, I can't hear a damn thing you're saying over this music. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of, like, that balance of, like, the way that sound carries. Sure. Well, yeah, like, I mean, I've only done a few photo shoots, but the couple that I've done, like, I don't have a lot of experience, so I needed, and I, both people I shot with were experienced photographers, Mm -hmm. so once I told them that, they're like, oh, no problem, I'll just tell you what to do, don't worry, just Mm -hmm. relax, just chill. Um, 
But I could see how that could be unnerving if you're standing in a quiet room with no direction and yeah. they're just taking photos. You're like, should I, should I do it's this? Like, do I, what, what happens? What, like, do I move? You, what do you want? Sometimes you do have to like create more things for yourself. Like honestly, like a lot of times why I like like 80s jams is that like when the like photographer is like fiddling with his camera, like checking light, and I'm just like, I can just dance. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, it gives you something to do. Like, I just I can just hang out and be like, oh, Bowie's on, and just like just rock out a little <laughs> bit. Um. Do you so, have a go-to pose when you're shooting? Um, no. There are some models who have signature poses. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, there's, like, some, like, weird... I guess the coolest thing... Not the coolest thing. One of the cool things about modeling is, like, there's not, like, a pose that works for every human. It's sure. more of, like, you acknowledge how you look, and there's nothing wrong with whatever it is, and then you work with that to mm -hmm. your advantage. Um, so, like, a lot of my poses emphasize, like, my figure mm -hmm. because, like, why the fuck not? Sure, of course. Um, and then, like, or, like, certain ways that I'll, like, hold my face, which are very different than how I speak. Cause sure. this is what you do. Um, in terms of the go-to, like, I think I used to be in, like, the habit of, like, lifting my arms up because, like, they would be covering my figure because that's how people stand. Right. Um, but then it's, like, how many photos need to exist of me keeping, like, I just feel like... Just my, holding your arms like, up. Like, my whole life is just lifting my arms up. And, like, if somebody's like, can I see your resume? It's just pictures of me holding my arms up. And people are like, can you do anything else? And I'm like, no. No, that's all I can no. do. No, what did you study in college? This. It's not true. I, I um, studied holding my arms up. He's <laughs> like, this is my one skill. So, like, I try not to get locked into things. Um... I had a friend who had like a really cool signature pose for modeling and I tried to do it and it looked like really silly on me. Pretty much every single time I try to do like what other people are doing, like just to see, it yeah. never works. No. Like there was a pose that I saw like a model I love doing and I was like, oh, let me try that. And But like, she's so tall. Mm -hmm. So like the way that she was kind of like leaning her back against the wall and had her legs out, it was like a really striking angle. But like on me, it just looks silly because I have a completely different body type. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I do not have, I think probably the only signature move I have is just to like look really bitchy in photos and that's not even on purpose. Like that's just my face. <laughs> Your face just looks like that? <laughs> and people are like, what's wrong? Are you mad? And I'm like, yes, I'm always mad. Oh, so I'm, angry. Like, what are you mad at? The patriarchy. Like, why are you always so mad? Like, I mean, you know, the patriarchy can keep you mad for days. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like, I will never stop being mad or like. Yeah. Somebody hired me and was like, no mean looks. I'm like, what do you want? What? Do you what? know who you just hired? <laughs> right? Like, uh, that's my, it's that's like, my. He's like, look pretty. I'm like, literally, what does that mean? Like, oh God. Do photographers <laughs> really say that? Look pretty? I didn't know uh, that they said that. I did not know. Everybody's like, oh my God, was that me? And the answer is yes. Yes. It was yeah. you. Whoever was listening and yeah. it's like, was that me? It's like, it was, it was all, all you. You. It, you all did it. That's so um, funny. I love <laughs> words like that. Like, look pretty. And it's like, like you know. What does that mean? mean? Like, anything can be pretty. Like, yeah, like, I could stand here cupping my balls. That might be pretty. That might be pretty. To me, it's very pretty. See, like, exactly. It's a very subjective concept. It's also it like, is. look sexy. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, what does that mean? These are all really, really... So when I stick out my tongue and, like, roll my eyes back, that's sexy to that me. That is very sexy you for know? me. That's, like, <laughs> I feel very confident when I have my tongue out. So I think Because it's like... You know, like, when guys, like, talk about, like, how big their dicks are, oh, which is, like, a super normal thing? Totally. I really like to talk about how big my tongue is. That's but amazing. But the difference is that I can show it. Yeah. And people are like, wow, that's a big tongue. And I'm like, I know. No. Whereas, like, if somebody just takes their dick, they go, please stop. Please don't oh, do that, God. sir. Um, so I feel like I have, like, a up for that. And I'm really popular in bars. <laughs>
<laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to have goals. Yeah, I feel no, like it's, it's definitely good to have goals. Um, as I said at the beginning, um, I met you uh, when you were doing a lot of singing. I know that in your stories you'll sometimes do some singing. Is a singing career something you're still pursuing at all? Do you want to release music and songs, or are you mostly focusing on modeling? Um, I have wanted to sing, like, forever. It mm-hmm. has, like, always kind of been, like, just my whole life has just been people just tricking them into hearing me sing (laughs) like i come to photo shoots and i start singing they're like what the fuck are you doing like it's so um pretty much like everything has been like a creative overhaul of tricking humans into hearing me sing because i happen to have been trained in the most um anachronistic thing which is like classical singing which like everybody wants to hear at all times yeah um (laughs) so that's fun and um, right now I'm actually in the process of, like, trying to figure out, like, sing and strip burlesque acts because, like, that means a lot to me. Um, there are a lot of performers to do that, too. Yeah, it's and I fun. love that shit. Yeah. And I just, like, I'm like, hell yeah. So I, like, really connect with that. Um, That's awesome. So I've been working on that. And, like, my costumes are taking a while, which is really fun. And then I also recently made a music video, which is, like, kind of, like, sultry sultry cabaret-ish um, oh, cool. sounding and I just finished filming that like last week and like I'm in the process of also like making my own fucking website so like now I don't have to like have a Facebook page that you're totally gonna be the admin <laughs> on because you're not the admin on enough pages right, right exactly. <laughs> you're like oh what's one more um but that's awesome to hear that you're working on that other stuff too I also know that you did uh naked yoga a series oh hell yeah I do that too so I'm um, I'm a real life certified yoga teacher awesome um, like, I really got certified in yoga, but before that, I was working at the Naked Yoga School to do demos, and, right. like, it is actually, like, a job that I super love because, like, the director is, like, the kindest man. He's so sweet, and, like, he reached out to me, like, I don't know, I think a friend found, like, one of his listings on, like, something that I don't even go on. I don't know if it was, like, Craigslist or something, like, really weird, and I was like, talk to me in a public place, and he was just like... This really kind person. I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, so I'm just going to back fine. off of that because I don't... He works on so many things. Sure. No, totally. Um, and he's got different film companies for different projects. Um, so he reached out and he was just like, I want to make videos where people are comfortable in their bodies. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, it's going to be nude. And like, I just want people to feel connected and comfortable and like confident. And like, he told me all these like inspiring stories of like going to nudist gatherings and feeling like... Um, just really connected to that culture and sure. like I don't identify as a nudist I feel like I'm too indifferent about nudity to be a nudist <laughs> right because I'm like this is just work to me yeah and it's like I mean being naked like hanging out at home is fun being in a silk robe at home is fun like yeah. I don't hate clothes I actually really like to dress cute so I don't know I don't feel oppressed by clothes okay but I do really I don't know doing yoga naked is fun because I hate exercise clothes which is like such a cop out yeah um like of my like are you a nudist it's like nah dude um but so once I got certified I got a raise that's awesome (laughs) and so at first I was doing I would like do these one-on-one videos with like somebody who was like a certified teacher in yoga and pilates I would get like my own fucking class that's and it was amazing that's so cool so I would like have an expert with me and they'd show me all this stuff that I would have never known and they can like adjust me and like yeah we are naked and we're being filmed so like a lot of people wouldn't like that but I was like I don't freaking care this is amazing I'm getting paid to exercise I, I like this is all I want um and I hated exercise before I found yoga. I thought it was, like, the worst. I hated people at the gym. <laughs> I don't 
like people at the gym. That's I, legit. They don't make me happy. Like, if you love going to the gym, whoever you are, like, that's awesome. But, like, I really liked yoga because, like, nobody would try to talk to me while I was doing it. <laughs> that's And be like, do you need help? And I'm like, no, I'm amazing. But, like, if somebody's helping me do a pose so I don't damage myself, that's awesome. And I yeah. want that adjustment. But, like... I don't like the condescension of like gym culture and of like course. I don't yeah, totally. like it just it's just not my thing so I just used to hate going to the gym and I was like I guess I have to do this so I don't die like because it's <laughs> healthy and then I, like but now with yoga I'm like yes felt so connected to it so once I got certified I got to start teaching classes and now like when I do classes I actually like will make a sequence mm-hmm. and like work on making it a good one and like having it be something that means a lot to me so like I'll be like oh well all I do is arch my back for modeling so like let me do something to fix that with a lot of forward folding or like that's I really cool. think about these things my brother was like I work in an office and I sit at a desk and I'm like I don't know what that's like let me go look up some yoga for you and figure out like a sequence that I will never be able to show you the video for but I will show you in clothes in person <laughs> and then make it for other people that are in the office so like but like the fans of naked yoga are like this very fascinating range of people and a lot of them I don't really connect to like conceptually because like they're like that's hot you do yoga naked and I'm like isn't it yeah. um but I'm also like it's not really like a sexual thing for me right but it's also that like you know it goes back to like being confidence is sexy and I'm yeah. confident enough to do this so I understand that sure like relation sure um but, like, I don't really know how to interact with that any more than, like, I'm glad you enjoy this. Please. Right. But, like, a lot of people just be like, I masturbated to your video. I'm like, I worked so hard in that yoga sequence. Like, like you're not appreciating this <laughs> you're enough. Like, do you not understand like, how Good that well you got crafted? off. Good for you. Like, but I'm you got so off. happy that you're sexually satisfied. But, like, can you please be satisfied by not only how I look, but how goddamn good I am at teaching yoga? Because shit. Um. Well, what's funny <laughs> is, like, the trailer for one of the videos, you're sitting Indian style, completely naked, just talking about how to do these poses, how to how to be a yoga instructor and how to do yoga. And it's just so cool to see someone I know so comfortable with their body just explaining what they love. And there's not, and it's nothing about being sexual. It's, you know, the nudity is just a, 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 an afterthought and the fact that it's something that you're comfortable with, but it's not the focus. The focus is the yoga and the body and the nudity is just another part of it. And yeah. I think that's really incredible. It also is just, like, really helpful, like, to know, like, where, when I'm learning anatomy, like, exactly where something is. Yeah. And, like, again, like, I understand, like, people are going to sexualize this. And, like, at first I was, like, pretty afraid to, like, work with somebody who was, like, a different, like, sex or gender with me for the videos. And then, like, once I started, I was like, oh, this is nothing weird. Yeah. There's nothing weird here. Yeah. Um, at all. And I'm, like, the chillest. And the only weird thing was, like, I did face yoga, so I stuck, like, my tongue out in a not-sexual way for once, which was, like, <laughs> such a weird where I was like, eh. It was, it was very strange. I don't know why I just visually did something to you on a right. podcast. Right. Well, you You're know, welcome. it's okay. Mitch it's Hedberg stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where he was, like, do you know the thing where he's, like, on the, um, he's having his, like, recording, yeah. and he's like, nice shirt, what the fuck? I don't know. I yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh, I, I miss Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> he was one of my favorite comedians. I mean, he still is. I think about him daily, and, like, every time I'm in somewhere without a 13th floor, I will, like, make a joke to a stranger in the elevator, and they're like, please don't talk yeah, to me. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? Why do you think that you can one talk of to my, me? <laughs> one of my favorite jokes of his is not even a joke that's on any of his specials. A comedian I like, Chris Hardwick, talks about how he saw him live once before he passed, and he had this, um, he he had this idea for a spec menu he was writing, like a spec script, and then he starts reading 
the the types of food items on the menu dramatically. Like it was just it was just perfect. So much of like what was so incredible about him was like this incredible delivery of things that like no one like if you replicate it you're just terrible like yeah, I do no, it all the time oh but me I'm, too I'm and terrible. you never sound as good <laughs> as he does because there's nobody like him yeah no it's it's actually amazing to be able to deliver something that is so uniquely you and so like so dry and so confident uh, yeah so great um, but that's awesome that, that you're a certified yoga instructor also and it's like that you're doing things that you love and getting paid for it. It's, it was so, so exciting that I got to... Sorry to interrupt you. I'm no, no, excited. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, it was so excited that I got to, like, be paid to, like, learn stuff in classes. I almost, like, missed having, like, the student position. So, like, once I was certified, I still, like, wanted to do some of the student videos because I wanted to pick up new things from different instructors. I really, yeah. really liked those. And then I was like, all right, like, the brave thing to do is to teach these classes myself. So, like, and I also had to, like, research new things sure. for them where they're like, oh, we need, like, a video on meditation. And I'm like, I, uh, okay, like, I meditate all the time, but, like, I don't always meditate. I had to, like, learn new ways of meditating right. for like, this video. And, like, that's definitely the thing where, like, imposter syndrome comes up. But then what happens is I will kind of be trying a new thing and people, like, get to watch me try something new for the first time or, like... I did like a workout, like a yoga workout, like on a couch, and I'm like, I have never done this before. I like I did this to learn for the video, but like right. I am not working out on my couch. No, couches um, are for many things, but yeah, not necessarily like, working they're out. They're for petting cats and watching TV. <laughs> by the way, um, but I was like, all right, fine, I'll like do lunges off of my couch, and so like I probably look like an idiot because I'm doing things for the first time, but sure. also naked, and I feel fine about it. That's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> Well, it's also, like, my experience a lot with people who are professionally naked are usually strippers of some kind, burlesque performers, someone who works in the strip club, whatever, both. All the you know, coolest people. Are naked. Yes. Always. But it's, like, it's one of those things, like, I even, I want, and I've said this so many times, and my friend Rob, who I know listens, is probably going to call me out on this again. <laughs> I want to take a boylesque class because I think, if nothing else, even if I don't perform regularly, which I don't think is a thing I'm ever going to really want to do, I like DJing and I like hosting. Mm-hmm. I think it would make me more comfortable with my body and with myself. I think mm -hmm. it would give me more confidence. If I learn how to move like other male burlesque performers or variety performers, it might make me more comfortable just in day-to-day, -day, which I think is really interesting. It's so true. Also, you'll have, like, so much fun. Like, or, I mean, I'm going to tell you, but I feel like you'd have so much fun. There's so many, like, things that I've looked into that have kind of, like, covered the span of, like, who I am just from like a class like I did a bunch of like improv for a while which is like I'm literally taught it's like the whole like <laughs> I had a friend like ask me about improv and she was like is it a cult I was like well there's never a cruise ship but, like... I, by the way I appreciate that you made a BoJack Horseman reference I'm I've, obsessed with BoJack Horseman I've, uh, I've staged Kitten several times stage managed burlesque shows as Todd oh my god I'll send you photos. Yeah, thank I, uh, you. Yes. Um, uh, Metropolis Burlesque. Shout out to Metropolis Burlesque. Uh, Petit Renard and Mochismo produce. Um, they've done two BoJack Horseman shows, and me and Petit have been friends through um, Francine the Lucid Dreams, uh, David Lynch Burlesque, The Pink Room. And we <gasps> I used, love David Lynch. Oh. And we used to talk about BoJack Horseman all the time when it first came out. So she said, if I ever produce a show, you're so a Todd, you're my Todd. Oh my god. And so I've gotten to be Todd twice, once unbearded and then once bearded. But uh, Todd but, is amazing. But it's so funny and. Like, uh, my wife Sarah makes jokes, like, when she'll say to me, when you're dressed as Todd, you're Todd. You're not you being <laughs> Todd. You're, you're acting and you are Todd. And that, that makes amazing. me feel good. Oh, yeah. my God. 
I want, I wish like Todd were my friend. In He's real so life. great, right? He's amazing. Especially in the most recent season they did. Yes. Like his growth was so incredible. That was yeah, beautiful. No. It was oh my so gosh. Good. I'm obsessed with Bojack Horseman. I like quote it on a daily basis to it's all such of a good my show. friends. Like my favorite thing now to say to people, which they really don't like, is my parents love me so much, it was crazy. Like, they really <laughs> don't like me quoting that, but it is my favorite my thing. My favorite is when talking about going to my day job. It's like I go to I go to work to do a business. Oh my god. I went to the stock market. I did a business. business. It's my other thing that I, I, it, I just, my friends hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they like Bojack Horseman and then they like at best tolerate me. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're like, please stop. Like, please do something other than watch this show. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's, it, it honestly is one of my favorite comedies in a long time. It's just such a beautifully written show. It's incredible. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it's really cool as someone who's known you for so long and when I met you you weren't you weren't visibly doing the modeling if you were doing it I didn't see it as much I was so secret (laughs) so secret Um, but to see you as this person who is confident and powerful and seemingly so in control and and working so hard to protect and and continue a brand I think is really cool because like I said I of course I googled you mostly because I just wanted to have Mostly, I was looking at how to pronounce your damn model name. Oh yeah, that's um, that's actually really. I, I don't know if there's any. I should get like a pronunciation guide on yeah. on my website. Just put like, it on your website, like next to your name. Just put yeah, it in but I'm gonna do like a wrong one, like that yeah. that like YouTube channel that was like pronunciation manual that yeah. like, pronounced things wrong. Yeah. Where like Chipotle's like <laughs> Sean Toodle. I don't know why that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but but uh, while I was doing that, like to see all this stuff that you've made and like to read the reviews of you on Model Mayhem and how everybody loves working with you and has such nice things to say about you, I think it's just really cool. Especially since I know so little about the modeling world, other than my peripheral experience, mm-hmm. to be able to kind of live vicariously through you and see you do all this awesome stuff has been really cool. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sure like... You may, like, not be in it constantly, but, of course, like, if you know burlesque people, there's so much overlap. There's tons of amazing burlesque people that, like, do model and, like, could share things with you, which is also really cool that, like, um, I really loved, like, seeing. And there's also just so much of, like, being a performer can really translate differently to Mm -hmm. camera, but, like, often in, like, a fun, experimental, positive way. Sure, yeah. Well, I also feel like, you know, when you're on at a show, you're on. And when you're in photos, there's this level of we're not... It's rare that we're absolutely just ourselves in most posed photos because mm-hmm. you're 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 on as it were. And so right. but but looking at all the stuff you put on Instagram, there's clearly stuff where you're filling a role and and performing for the camera and then there are other moments where it's clearly it does feel very much like you and it's per, it's it's pervaded through those photos and you can really see it. And so I think that's a really cool talent to have. Oh, thank you so much. It definitely like took a while like there was just like a such a I think, like, when I had a different modeling name, it was just, like, um, or, like, the few, I went through, like, a few of them before I hit on Colibrina, mm-hmm. honestly, and, like, the other ones were, like, they're fine, but, like, it was really hard for me to, like, figure out how to perform but also be myself mm-hmm. together in photos. Like, it ended up kind of just being, like, a lot of, like, modeling is, like, looking bored, so, like, <laughs> cool, I'm great at that, because <laughs> sometimes shit is boring and, like, so awesome, and so, like, there really wasn't that much... There. Also, you know, I started like modeling in masks, so there was that other thing. Um, so it was really cool to like figure out how to do that. And I think like when we are acting and when we are um, just like performing in general, there always is this like truth within ourselves. Even if you're being someone who's completely different than who sure. you are, you will take the genuine reaction that like you may understand from who you are and combine that with interpreting a totally different character. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So, where is the best place to pe- for people to find you on the internet? I imagine it's at Colibrina on the Instagrams. It is on the Instagrams. Um, I will have a website up, and I will obnoxiously um, talk about it all the time, and it'll Excellent. have like my new music video shit on it, and like maybe some pictures where you can like see what my nipples look like. They look like nipples. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert. I know. They're right? nipples. <laughs> Actually, Guys, they're like, nipples. Plot twist: they are all actually blurs. That is really what I <laughs> yeah, look like. Yeah, you look like you're. You don't have nipples, guys. I've seen it. it yeah, she no, doesn't it's actually fucked. have nipples. People are so mad. They're like, they're like, I want to see the picture uncensored. I'm like, I, it is uncensored. I really look like that. <laughs> I have to Photoshop nipples on you now. Damn. Yeah. Or like, there's this one where like my crotch is like a gargoyle, and they're like, I went, and I'm like, that's what I look like, guys. How dare you? I'm like, oh my god, you're my crotch so is a is is a gargoyle emote. Specifically, Demona. <laughs> From Gargoyles. Hell yes. <laughs> I loved Gargoyles. It was one of my favorite cartoons. It's still my favorite cartoon. I mean, how can it not be? Um, but seriously, thank you so much for coming on the show. It, it was great to get to chat with you about this. Because again, we've been friends for a long time, but I didn't know a lot of this stuff. And so it was really cool to get to share that with my audience and to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast. My, uh, my last request is what I ask all of my guests to do, which is say... The the heart of Crash Chords are saying, which is music is life and life is good, which okay. is our sign off. So if you will sign off the podcast for us, I would greatly appreciate it. Music is life, and life is good. If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.